What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. So, although I'm a little bit late for this episode, I am going to talk about my experience at Disney World during spring break. Now, just so you know, spring break for me, Miami-Dade County Public Schools, as well as you can even say Broward, so the two South Florida school districts, we were on spring break March 21st through the 25th. So, that's Saturday the 19th. Family and I, we packed up made our way up to Disney World. And through this, I'm going to talk about what I saw in terms of crowds. I'm also going to talk about the experiences. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about Genie Plus. You know, it's been about six months now for that. And I know it still gets mixed reviews from people. And I know just recently Disney sort of put a little caveat with it, saying that, you know, if you were to purchase Genie Plus, you can get probably two, three experiences at the most out of it during the day. But I'm going to talk about it a little bit more towards the end. So just starting off on that Saturday, the 19th, as we got up there, we went to Disney Springs. One, because as being a pass holder, they had the pass holder magnets, the new ones with Mickey and Minnie on it with the new design. So me and the family, we all got our new magnets, you know, to, to showcase. And just walk around Disney Springs a little bit, have a little bit of fun enjoy ourselves and everything so the next day that sunday march 20th we went over to epcot and i'm a believer of going after going to disney world so many times at the park there are certain rides when looking at my disney experience you can tell whether or not the parks are crowded or not and i'll get into that a little bit but i will say i definitely enjoyed the international flower and garden festival that's going on although i've seen it for the last couple years but it was the first time I really sampled some of the food. And although I didn't sample a lot more that I wanted to, but there were two kitchens that I did sample foods that were near Test Track. One was the Farmer's Feast, which I tried the char grill bison ribeye with creamy leek, fondue, and roasted carnival cauliflower. I will say that was awesome. The bison was cooked perfectly. The leeks was wonderful. The cauliflower was excellent. I would say definitely try that before it goes away. And then the other one we tried was the Sunshine Griddle, also near Test Track. We tried the shrimp and grits, the blackened shrimp and the creamy cheddar cheese grits. That was also awesome as well, too. So, so far, hands down, enjoying it. And also enjoy seeing the topiaries in their full bloom. Like I said, even though we didn't go around the entire epcot park that day you know because it's hard when you got a five month old and you know you got to pause feed change relax let them take a nap so you know you do what you can and you move on but while at epcot we didn't do genie plus but i will say when you see a ride like soaring in the middle of the afternoon about one o'clock two o'clock only having a 30 minute wait that tells you the park is not crowded or there's something going on that's keeping everybody else away. So we were able to do Soaring after a 30-minute wait. Also able to do Living with the Land. And also did Spaceship Earth. You know, timeless favorites. You do most of what you can. Test Track, which is a little bit out of the way because of the wait. But it was nice. You know, it wasn't, it didn't feel too crowded. You know, you still had your space to walk around, push a stroller. Not bumping into nobody, not shoulder to shoulder. So it was nice. It was nice and airy. Okay? 
So the next day, the 21st, that Monday, we went over to Disney Hollywood Studios. Now, it's no secret. Disney Hollywood Studios has now really become a new, has become a theme park in a sense. But when you go into that Toy Story land, that area is still so hot. I don't know what it is. It's just the pavement, the heat, everything is just scorching hot back there. But at Hollywood Studios, we really weren't trying to really get on any rides for the most part. We were just walking around, just enjoying ourselves, eat a little popcorn, see what we can see. And that was it. Only thing really, the kids took the kids on Alien Saucers. And that was just about it. Now, I really did think about getting Genie Plus, particularly for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which the kids like. And I like it as well, too. But chose the whole off. So the next day, the 22nd, we took a day off. The big one, of course, was Wednesday, the 23rd, Magic Kingdom. While riding the tram to the Ticket and Transportation Center, I went ahead and bought that Genie Plus. I was just, like I said in my previous episode leading up to this, I was going to buy it definitely for the Magic Kingdom because you have more rides and everything. And booked the first one available, which was about 11.45, which was good because when we got to the park off the monorail, my five-month-old son, it was time for his lunch. So that came out perfectly and everything. So the first one was It's a Small World because my two older kids love that ride. And the cool thing about it, and then we also did the Mad Tea Cups, and we were going to try to do some more because there were actually time slots available for a lot of other rides. But, you know, like I say, it's if you've gone to Disney World with infants, five-month-olds, six-month-olds, seven-month-olds, you know you can only do so much, and then you, you got to leave it alone. But we also were able to do the Tomorrowland Speedway and the People Mover. And overall, it was wonderful. Now, granted, a nice little thunderstorm came through and sort of flush the rest of the idea of the park away for us. But like I say, when you're a pass holder, it doesn't matter because you can always just keep coming back another time later when you make a reservation. But all in all, I would say the park was not overly crowded. Even the Magic Kingdom itself wasn't that overly crowded for whatever reason. Or maybe we just happened to be in areas of the park where the bulk of the crowds were elsewhere. You know, I'll say it like that. But let me just, in the end, talk about Genie Plus. I know both the pros and the cons of it. You know, I know people saying Disney's being greedy, you know, getting rid of the Fast Pass and making you pay for this. I will say it like this. For me to skip the lines and knowing that as soon as I scan my Magic Band for a ride, I can go ahead, hop on it, and book my next Lightning Lane on Genie Plus right away. You know, versus where... When you had the fast pass system, it didn't matter. Once you booked the three, that was it. You know, you couldn't book anymore unless you modified or canceled or you finished all three. At least with Genie Plus and this Lightning Lane, as soon as you scan, you, you're able to go ahead and book the next available thing or it's been two hours after fact. I will say as a pass holder, I'm not always going to pay the $15 for the Genie Plus for the family. But I will say I can understand the argument, especially if you only come to Disney maybe once out of the year, maybe once or twice, or you really trying to enjoy it, then yes, just go ahead and spend the $15 and enjoy it because you spend all that money, one, to get into the parks, 
and then you're talking about you're going to stand in line anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes two hours, just for a ride that's only what? A minute, minute and a half, and then some, of course, is six, seven, eight minutes. Listen, just spin it. You know, like I say, I, I get the pros and cons, but Genie Plus actually does work. It actually does do what it's supposed to do. And if you're quick, and especially if you're tech savvy, you know how to scroll through it. Once you scan and you're waiting those, you know, less than a minute to get on the ride, that's how long it was for us. We only waited in line on the two Genie Plus lightning lanes we did we only waited for like maybe one minute oh i was already looking for the next lightning lane to try to book in a reasonable time frame you know of course as you get later in the day yeah most of your windows are gone but i mean if you get there not so much right as the park open because like i say i didn't buy that genie plus for the magic kingdom until about maybe right before 11 o'clock and we were able to do a lot in that time and do what we were supposed to so, to me, it works, but like I say, I understand the cost. If you're someone, a family that's only coming, you know, once out of the year or every couple of years and you really want to enjoy yourself, just spend that money and enjoy Genie Plus and put it to work for you. All right? But other than that, what have been your thoughts? Have you gone to the Disney World during spring break, which was supposed to be wild and crazy since everybody's, once again, out on the roads and traveling again? Let me know what are your thoughts. You know, I would love to hear what you got to say. You know, remember, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Ray Talks Live. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ray Talks underscore live. And you can also send me an email at Ray Talks Live at gmail.com. And with that, I am out.